this is Chip with The Real Dirt. Today's Dirt, I have Olivia Solero. How's it going, Olivia? It's going great. How are you doing, Chip? Oh, we're doing good. I am proud to have Olivia on the show today because we're going to be talking about one of the hardest problems, the biggest problems of cannabis professionals. No, it's not growing weed. No, it's not extracting weed. No, it's not packaging weed. It's not selling weed. It's marketing and branding cannabis. Olivia has uh, started a online cannabis community, Cannabis Stack, and it's here to help cannabis professionals connect. Tell us a little bit about this, Olivia. Yeah, we started, my partner, AJ, and I started a Cannabis Stack so we could create an online community to inspire, educate, and connect cannabis professionals and help them achieve success in you know, the cannabis industry. So, so our goal, is this like a Facebook group or I, I would say it's like a social network, but it's more like a member community for professionals that we oh, host right. on our website where individuals can connect and they can talk about best practices and resources and hold each other accountable and all, all the great mm. things that communities offer. Oh, yeah. Well, that means that you're not bound by any of those uh, nasty guidelines of Facebook because it's your own website. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, right. it's great to do it on Facebook or somewhere else. But like, you know, you have those guidelines you know, that are really troublesome for this industry. And that's why we are talking today. What made you realize this was going on? Olivia, when did you have this like idea that you should you 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 should start a community or focus on these type of business problems with cannabis? So both my partner and I, my business partner and I, AJ, we both come from a marketing background and we've each had agencies and done a lot of work. I used to run a networking series for um, startups in uh, a community that I lived in, a smaller community that didn't have that kind of space. And you know, I've always been interested in cannabis. I had done some like early investing in some dispensaries in California back in the day. We also do a lot of other content sites. So we thought a content site around the cannabis space and like more professionals reaching professionals, like not another kind of culture site or how to grow site, which is really cool, but that just wasn't where our interest was. It was like creating content in a community around the space and kind of looked around and thought, you know, this is needed. This is, this is a good opportunity and I'm motivated by the content and the industry. So we started this back in with some fits and, you know, stutters back in 2016. Right. You were, you were on the forefront of uh, adult use in the country. That's right. When it was changing everywhere. I mean, since then it's gone on to over 30 States, uh, cannabis uh, regulation for either medical use or adult use is, is now common practice. And the common practices of marketing, we, we're not kind of, we're not allowed to do those things. No. Um, I just mentioned Facebook a second ago. M many people, that's the first thing they think of is, hey, let's start with Facebook, Instagram ads, and Google yeah. ads. But uh, we can't do that. Nope. Cannot do that. You know, actually, when we first started out, we went looking for someone to build out a website, do us a logo. I, we had we had freelancers and businesses refusing to work with us because of the subject matter. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, like no one, people wouldn't want to, I know, wouldn't want to design us a logo. 
Not that they weren't down for what we were doing, but their company either didn't want to be affiliated with it or they they lived in a country where on moral grounds. Exactly. This is all on moral grounds, because in our country anyway, uh, in many others, you can say whatever you want. Right. Right. But not necessarily with cannabis. They really restrict our use. We have to tiptoe around stuff all the time. You know, we can't ever imply we're selling anything in the cannabis industry. I, you and I had a, like a discussion about this, and I thought it was really interesting because one of the things that we did when we chose when we chose the name was because we were thinking about SEO and thinking about owning the space, and our name has killed us. The, the yeah. word cannabis in our domain mm-hmm. is just it's been it's been painful at times because there's been to your to your point we would have been able to maybe tiptoe around and work around some things but not with not with that domain not with that company oh, yeah. name yeah absolutely hey i have the same problem with my company uh, cultivate colorado you know on several hydroponic stores cultivate colorado cultivate denver cultivate okc in the past cultivate california and it has caused so many problems, even though it's a garden store and I don't touch the plant and we don't sell cannabis in any form, hemp or medical marijuana or adult use at Cultivate Colorado, Cultivate Denver, Cultivate OKC. I still get categorized like we are a cannabis business. Uh, we just got kicked out about our Instagram account. As a matter of fact, oh, really? Cultivate, Cultivate oh. Uh, Denver. Yeah, we 37,000 followers are now left without posts from Cultivate Denver today. I'm so worried. We have an Instagram account. We don't have your presence, you know, and that and part of the reason why we haven't invested time in that in the Mm. past, even though we use it for other projects extensively is for that fear. We're like, oh, do we want to invest in it and get caught out? You know, right. all of a sudden it's their back. But you know, it's something you have problem. to do though. You have to it's have an true. Instagram check, you know, and we weren't even trying to get 37,000 followers, honestly. Yeah, you know, we were just totally using organic growth. I mean, we were, you know, posting multiple times a day and, you know, enjoying ourselves with it. But we weren't necessarily trying to grow our Instagram account because right. how hard it is. Yep. <laughs> but once yep. it got to 37,000, you're like, yeah, man, we got quite a bit of followers. Yeah, uh, can I ask you a question, Chip? Do you think yeah. that's why you were shut down? Because like uh, you, you, you got, you stick your, you stuck your head above the ground like, with so many followers. No, I think, I think what happened, well, who knows? Right. More. I've talked to some insiders and they say more than likely and other friends and business people who've been kicked out of Instagram or Facebook or other social media things. And, and they thought that like, I probably just had somebody, you know, like complain and say that I was selling weed and Mm. they get enough complaints like that. And you just can't appeal it anymore. We've been kicked out a couple of times. And even though we, we strict policy, man, you know, there's no mention of cannabis sales or cannabis in any of our cultivate Colorado stuff. Right. And I mean, you know, really, really work hard not to pierce that veil and don't and haven't. So I don't, I don't think I broke any necessarily like community rules, kicked us out, said no appeal. Wow. So yeah, totally. That's frustrating. 
You know, the other yeah, frustrating yeah. thing too is like you put a really good post up, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, and you want to boost it. You're like, mm-hmm. hey, it, you know, and you can't. I ha- we yeah. can't. It's yeah. just, you know, it's, yeah. it's possible sometimes, but you know, we've had to basically not mention things and send people elsewhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's commonly like that, and you know, my my real dirt. Instagram presence, it's 17,500 people, but we believe that we're under some type of shadow ban. And I say that because about every 90 days, we'll have a huge influx of followers for a couple of three days or a week, and then it just stops and we don't get any movement at all. One person, no people. (laughs) Interesting. So I'm sure that they're not showing our posts. So we've actually gone from posting six posts a day. I know I, I, I was aggressive. Uh, and to now we post one post it is uh, we use, you know, a calendar system to post it before it was live interaction. Someone actually posted it off their phone or their computer and then talked to everybody immediately afterwards. But yeah, we had to stop all that because uh, we were just wasting all these resources and just, you know, getting nothing out of it. Nobody was hearing this great content I felt we were producing. You know, and it's so frustrating, especially I don't want to get like into politics, but if you talk about people's fear and like all these fake accounts that are getting created and influencing elections and whether you believe it or you don't or or who said you want it, it doesn't matter. It's like, is this really that important to, to <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're talking about, we're talking, we're talking about, about weed, plants. man. We're talking about <laughs> weed is right. And we're talking about a plant that's not, you know, has so many benefits, but, you know, more than just like fun and getting high, obviously, you know, like yeah, right, I, right. that, that it's, I don't it's know why they do it. Hey, you know what? Let's just give a shout out here. If you're Mark Zuckerberg or anyone, uh, an upper of Facebook and Instagram, and would love to talk to me about this in an open format where I wouldn't like, you know, be mean or berate you at all. Dude, drop us a line here at the real dirt or check us out on our Instagram feed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mark. Let's have a conversation about it. I know you smoke out. <laughs> well, I hope I hope, I hope someone contacts you. <laughs> that would be great if they did. I'm going to call you up. Olivia, yeah, you never guess what happened. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be like, when is, when is it going to air? Can you like, here's a couple of questions I've got to ask that person. Can you yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. Anyway. I'd love that to happen, but I have talked to some, I have talked to numerous Instagram and Facebook and Google, Amazon employees. And, and, you know, uh, I feel like I have a, you know, understanding of what's going on over there. They get the word from the top. A lot of stuff is just algorithm associated. If you're already a paying customer, if you're already have an ad um, account, if you're already doing really good, you know, revenue with Facebook or Instagram, you can often get, get through it because you have an ad account person that can, you know, override anything. But if you don't have that, nobody's picking up the phone. You're not going to talk to anybody at Facebook or nobody that means anything. That's for sure. And then you just get caught up in some kind of like appeal system (laughs) where it's just, you've got to fill out forms and do other stuff. I know you and I, you had mentioned them to me and I, you know, I knew about the jungle boys. I don't understand. I'm a marketer and I don't always understand why, you know, they've got pictures of like 
bud on their like Instagram pages, all kinds of humor and all these products. And now, you know, how do they not get shut Man. down? Not that I'm you know, that, but like, I, I get it. No, I get it. How, how are they successful at it? And, you know, we, we look at those guys all the time and I think it's several things. I think, like I just said, they were probably in the people that are running their social media site. I love the jungle boys mm. marketing what they're doing, by the way, they're, you know, you can hate on them all you want guys, but like from a marketing and sales perspective, thumbs up, you guys did great. They're awesome. They, they've done a great job, man. They've done a really great job, regardless if you're going to hate on these guys or not, like they're doing a good job there. It's hard to be second place in their first place. <laughs> right but this, i have not talked to these guys i don't know i'm talking out of my ass but here's what i think i think that they probably come from a marketing or instagram or social media background they already had connections at instagram and facebook where they were working with an agency that did ads with those people and i think that's how they're able to do some of the stuff they're doing and then man other things they're just they follow all the rules because they have have been kicked out over time but for instance you know one of the rules that we don't break at the real dirt is no weed smoking and in the past you may have seen me smoking weed or someone else but we don't do that anymore because you know instagram and facebook don't like it right uh, no implications of anything is for sale ever like even you know like oh i bought this for at so and so you know, you can't even say that type of thing. You know, I picked it up. You can't imply it. You can't do any of that stuff. It's just, you know, this weed from this person, it's hard to comment on it. You really have to se separate the human portion of it. So you'll see a lot of their stuff. Now that I said this, you'll see it as they'll have pictures in the background of the products that they're promoting. Mm. And they may or may not like hashtag or talk about those products in their comments. Um, however, I think their comments, you can, you, you, that's one of the most impressive thing about the jungle boys post is how many comments they'll get. Right. And, and they absolutely have people working with them to make these comments happen, to generate this dialogue. And they're doing it great. I mean, it's, I wouldn't say that it's completely organic, but uh, they, they definitely have arranged it to drive the, the point home they want. But, but mostly I think it's like who you know. I, and those and, guys and, just, I think they just know somebody. <laughs> you know, I think that that makes more sense than anything else I can figure out. I mean, I mean, it, like you had discussed, it, it, it matters if with having a relationship with these big, you know, these big publishers, mm -hmm. you know, we're really providing the content, you know, to have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with them is key. Yeah. Most people don't understand about Facebook, Google ads, YouTube ads, like none of this stuff that's product related or this website related is viral in an organic manner at all. And even a lot of the viral stuff isn't organic. And what I mean by that is it is paid for advertising and traffic. Yeah. And you think, why would anyone want to get 5 million views of them twerking? Right. Well, it's a, it's ego. Right. And, you know, if you know how to market, you market it and buy the advertising, you know, you can buy the views. You can, you know, on any normal product, go and do that. But but cannabis people can't.
And it's common practice in every single industry on social media. It's ego, but it's also there's there's huge money involved in in captivating oh, yeah. an audience to monetize that audience. Oh, know, well, that's stuff you can kind of see, you know, like right. the, there's this guy out of Denver. I forget his name, but it's actually his dog's Instagram site. Mm. And it's like him, dog, his dog going everywhere with him and his dog doing stuff. And, you know, he gets a Toyota sponsorship. And now the dog is in front of every picture or lots of pictures. The Toyota is involved. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Good for the dog. Good for the dog. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm unsure, but I, I'm positive that there was a, a good beneficial relationship between Toyota, the dog, and the dog center. Um, you know. <laughs> I mean, I love weed. I love cannabis. But I, I, on those really hard days, like you know, earlier this week when we got kicked out of Facebook or Instagram. You know, I think about it, what it would be like if I was involved with another product that right. didn't have these restrictions and, and, and how I would approach it. I come from a, a pharmaceutical marketing background. Just I, I worked in-house for a year and I worked on the agency side with pharma as clients. And even though their regulatory process is quite complex on how you can advertise and things that you can say, and even the use of logos on a pen have an expiry date, but I, I'm just amazed. Sometimes I have those moments like you do where like, why is, why can't I do the things I could do in this market or with this product? Why is cannabis so restrictive? Why am I not, you know, am I an outlier or do I live in like areas or communicate with people that view it the way I view it? Because I don't see the big deal. I just don't. Well, there are other industries that have our problems with banking, with advertising. Yeah. I mean, you know, firearms, mm. alcohol, erectile dysfunction, sex <laughs> toys. Um, right. All of these things have similar pawn shops. They all have similar problems that we have. This is true. Right. But I don't, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, I, I maybe again, I'm going to go back to, I don't know if. It's just because I've grown up in big cities here in the States. I, I don't know. Or I don't know why it's that big of, I don't know why it's that big of a deal. Who, who are we protecting at this point? All right. Now I sound paranoid, <laughs> but that's not what I mean. No, <laughs> no. You know, Hey, I, I mean, who knows, but I'll tell you this, it, it, it always seems to come down when I'm talking to people about it, whether it's banks or magazines or, or lenders or car dealerships, because it comes up all the time. Right. Right. When I'm talking to them about it, the same thing comes up over and over again. It's federally illegal. They're scared about the banking. Yep. Right. There's these these money laundering terms that that people are scared of and they should be, but they're really just uninformed. It seems to boil down to that more than anything else is people are scared of the banking associated with it being federal legal. Now, doctors and dentists and, and people that have federal IDs, they'll say something like that, that they're scared of the federal government because of their federally issued captains. ID or pilot certificate or right. pesticide applicators certificate. You know, they people will bring this up. Well, it's totally illegal. 
Um, and I, I think they're just putting that stuff on it. I mean, I think those are their own pressures. They're making it up. The federal government doesn't have anything to do with, you know, what I do if I'm hiring you to come over and do something for me. <laughs> right. Right. Well, Where's the know, regulation there? I don't know. And, and, you know, I actually, it's funny, I had opened up a bank account for a business that has nothing to do with cannabis stack. Nothing is, it's completely separate, completely separate entity. And the bank, like, brought in my, like, you know, all my paperwork and I opened up the account. And within a month, they shut me down because somehow, they found, they associated, I never gave them this email address. They, they associated my email address with the cannabis stack domain with that account and they just shut me down. Yeah. Well, you know, the banks use the social media as much as anybody else now to sniff you out. And and yeah. I've gone through this numerous occasions, you know, calling us up and, and kicking us out because someone posted on one of our sites about weed. And, you know, we're like, well, we didn't post that. Somebody else said, they're like, I don't care. That means you're about weak. Uh, You know, (laughs) yeah. And they've, they've, they've literally looked me up. I mean, I, I'm, I don't hide from weed. You can look me up. So, you know, I've, I've literally been looked up. Uh, Chase gives, you know, every six months or a year, they have a review of people um, to make sure they're not cannabis people and that, you know, they're not, you know, putting illegal assets, you know, or untaxed assets into the banking system. Uh, so it's hard to hide because we're all talking about marketing ourselves or our businesses through social media and, and the banks have access to all the social media or anyone has access to the social media, you know, and they can and will use it against you if they, if it's appropriate for them. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, the, the days of privacy are over. I mean, you need to, you need to behave as if everybody is watching. And we'll always have that information. Uh. Everybody is watching and that's how we sell stuff. And that's how we bring and that's how we market. And you have a, a a webinar that, that cannabis Slack is putting out cannabis marketing masters summit. That's going to help people solve all of these products. Now I know one of your speakers happens to be the illustrious Chip Baker of the real dirt podcast. Um, But uh, tell me about, tell me about the cannabis marketing master summit. Okay. So yeah, the cannabis marketing master summit is uh, happening November 13th and 14th. And what we're going to do is uh, carry it over two days, really meant to serve as a resource for marketing in the cannabis industry and help like entrepreneurs and other professionals be able to like grow their business through a number of different styles of sessions. So we have a combination of like techniques and tools for like SEO and paid advertising, email marketing, like sales and traffic funnels. We also have more inspirational brand stories in regards to like, like customer journeys and things along those lines and value uh, like driven brands. Tell me who you're going to have speak at the marketing summit. Let's talk about how it's going to work and, sure. and who should join, who should show up. This is all really great points. <laughs> um, right, so right. This is free, start. right? The, the Cannabis is, Marketing is, Master Summit is free. The Cannabis Marketing Master Summit is free. You can register at Cannabis Stack. 
that's with two S's in the middle or with one S in the middle or with a hyphen if you like it. So that's C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S-S-T-A-C-K.com slash cannabis dash summit. And you'd be able right. to uh, sign up there. All right. So everybody stop what you're doing. Just, mm-hmm. just, just stop what you're doing. I'm going to do it real slow. So go to your computer or your phone. Olivia, what are they going to look up? You're going to look at cannabisstack.com slash cannabis-summit. All right. And then you're just going to apply to join right there. Right there. You're there's, s- there's right a, there. You're going to see a list of the speakers, the dates, and the times of the event, November 13th and 14th. You're going to, all you're going to need to do is to give us like your, your name and email, your company, if you wouldn't mind. And then you're going to hit submit and we're going to send you a link so you can join the summit 100% free. And I know we've been talking about it and I've, I've been excited. You know, I invited you on this podcast because I thought this was a really good idea that you had. And I really wanted to help promote it. And yeah, I am going to be involved on it. But what I really liked about it is you were giving it away. And you, you're trying to just help people uh, expand their business and, and, and do better business. Definitely. We have Amy Larson from uh, Simplify. Um, mm, yeah. Amy, oh, yeah. Simplify. Yeah. yeah from uh, yep. Vicente Cedarburg. And yep. let's see. I know, sev- I know several of those Simplify people. That's awesome. Jordan Wellington. Nice. Great guy. I've had him on the show a couple of times. Um, you may also know that Amy Amy currently serves as the chair for NCIA's, you know, the marketing and advertising oh. committee. Oh, okay. That's how I recognize her name as well. Sure. Yeah. She's going to be speaking to strategic plan, like a st- like the foundation of like what your marketing should be in in the for any marketing program, but specifically for cannabis marketing. So we're excited to hear what she's got gonna present. Um, then we have uh, Tyler Horvat, who's like the king of SEO, right? He's the CEO of Marijuana SEO. And he's he's going to give us some like great, the three pillars of a successful SEO strategy. Man, like, I'm really looking forward to this one. Out. Then we have Brian Chaplin of Medicine Box. And Brian's going to be speaking to the importance of like mission-driven and value-based cannabis brands. So and, and medicine box, they're they're a vending machine. No, they do they do like a box delivery system for whole plant natural wellness products in like a, a subscription box model. Oh, okay, okay, great. Then we have Beth uh, Aiden from Nissan Co, which is a public relations marketing and PR firm. So they're going to be speaking to the right public positioning for your cannabis business with public relations. So they're going to kind of break down like a successful public relations uh, strategy and what they can for specifically to the industry. Then we have Antonio uh, Havanier from WebJoint. Do you know WebJoint? They're like the... No, but you could pass me one anytime. (laughs) If only I could right now. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to also, they're going to be speaking to content, but like content that converts and marketing on a limited budget. So oh, what, man, I'm what, so excited about all this stuff. We, you know, th- these are some great talks. I I need these as much as anybody else for sure. Uh, yeah, they do. They're inventory web joints, like an inventory management software provider for like cannabis delivery services. So, which is is kind of cool. And we have Travis Crane from oh. a little company called Cultivate. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, he's a 
he's a master in in social media marketing. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. Organic driven social media marketing. Hmm. Travis yep. knows what he's, he's gonna- doing. Oh, for sure. And he's got a really interesting story about how he kind of got into the space. So he's, um, <laughs> his, his, his scene's going to be about, his session is going to be about navigating the waters of advertising and kind of touched upon some of the things that you and I chatted about earlier. Then we have Andrew Watson from Happy Cabbage Analytics. So this is really cool because they do some really amazing things with hyper-targeted marketing because they have they do like an integrated like data insights i'm gonna i'm not doing them justice and andrew could explain this much better than i but they have a marketing platform that integrates with a pos system so it can help retailers and brands to better engage with their customers it's really slick stuff super interesting we also have gianna guard from uh happy cabbage also and she's She's going to be talking about that whole infrastructure from closing the loop from marketing to sales, which is, you know, a I think hard like, step. That's a hard, hard, hard step. It sure is. And, you know, we talked earlier about like just advertising in general, like maybe you've got a, a brand and you want to reach the consumers and that's difficult. Now try to figure out how you want to reach other businesses in this space. That's tricky. Super, super tricky. Mm-hmm. We also have Colton Griffin, who's the CEO of Flourish Software. So they have a whole supply chain management and seed to sale tracking software for the for the industry. So again, Colton is going to be, we're going to focus a little bit more on uh, sales and marketing. And he's going to speak to leveraging technology and automation to make your sales and marketing system, let's say, more efficient. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, like automated emails, automated text messages, collecting people's emails, addresses, scanning IDs and getting their info. That that's all that type of stuff is one of the most useful things in the cannabis industry right now. If you're not doing it, you got to get on it. Indeed. And then we have uh, Kevin Green and Tyrone Russell from the Cleveland School of Cannabis. Did you did you know that they I, are I the, don't know about the Cleveland School of Cannabis. They are. They are the only state-approved career school for cannabis education east of Colorado. Hmm. They have a whole curriculum. <laughs> you got to check them out. Cleveland no, School I'm, of Cannabis. I'm calling them up. That's our lineup. Um, over the course of two days, we're going to be hearing from these people, and they're going to dive in deep. And then while the sessions are running, um, people will be able to jump on the Facebook page that we're going to be holding the sessions on. and ask questions how do we get to it again the cannabis marketing summit so if you go to to, if you go to the cannabisstack.com homepage, you'll see an ad right there for the cannabis Uh, marketing master's summit it'll be Mm -hmm. right there and can you look it up on facebook and instagram as well yeah you sure can we have we have uh all that if you do a search for cannabis stack on either instagram facebook linkedin or twitter you'll find us Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. (laughs) (laughs) The saddest thing to me about COVID is whether you believe it's a a pandemic, a plandemic, whatever, the cultural aspect of sharing joints and weed is going to be different forever. You know, I still have employees and friends that, you know, they, they get still hop around the joint circle. But most people I know have now decided not to do that. You know, I went Rasta a long time ago because I'm such a head that I need to smoke 
to join all by myself. Okay. <laughs> some, some can call you greedy, but, but some can some tell you, you know, no, you, hey, you I'm going to roll you a joint just as big as mine, though. All right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. It's just the cultural and social aspect of cannabis is, is such a big part of it. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, the sharing is caring. That that phraseology that you just men- mentioned is is something that's, you know, I've really like uh, embraced uh, over the years, and I've gone. I've tried to like give people as much weed and smoke pe- many as many people out as I can. So you know, to that, it's funny that you said that last night because because that part has stopped. Just all social interactions for me have like kind of, you know have slowed down, you know, mm-hmm. to a trickle. So I was with some people I didn't know very well and someone wanted to get high, but they had the greatest solution. They had a bag of individually wrapped tits and like one big bong, like hookah bong that had one bowl and everybody like, you know, <laughs> and everybody had their own hose. Everybody had their own hose. Hoser. A whole new meaning to the name. Hoser. (laughs) Everyone had their own, they had their own hose with their own like brand new, like sealed tip. It was awesome. (laughs) Um, Are are, are you guys going to give those out as part of the cannabis marketing master segment as a promotional? No, I would love to, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. (laughs) (laughs) A a CMMS branded. (laughs) You know, I've got to tell you. Well, I was, you know, I don't think I could give away because I got to tell you what this, this, the head was, it was Scooby Doo. <laughs> it was shaped as a big dog, the Scooby Doo head. The Scooby Doo yeah, head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how I'm going to be able to top that with a, a cannabis marketing master summit <laughs> giveaway. <laughs> well, I am. I am excited about it. You know, we're going to participate. The Real Dirt's going to participate. If you're interested in how we do it, because people ask me all the time, it's like, Hot Chip, how do you put out so much content? How do you do it? How is it authentic? How, how, how? And we're going to tell you how. Travis is going to tell you how to do it. I'm going to tell you how we do it. And it's it's a lot easier than you think, honestly, with a little organization and prepared thought. You, too, can put out authentic cannabis content. I'm not saying that we're doing the best of it, but I, I tell you, man, if you're listening to this channel, if you're listening to the Real Dirt podcast, you must like some of it. So join us, please, at Cannabis Stack Cannabis Marketing Masters Summit. Yep. That's November 13th and 14th. Nope. November 13th and 14th. November. And it is going to be on Facebook. You join through the Cannabis Stack online community. And yeah, while you're there, check out their online community. Maybe it's something you want to be a part of. I know it's definitely helped me connect with other people, other people in the cannabis community. I look forward to connecting to, to with more people there. Olivia, if you had like some advice that you could give anybody going into the cannabis business, because you're you're in the cannabis space, you, you you're not just servicing people in the cannabis space. Looking back on it all, is there is there some golden nugget that you could give somebody right now? Go find your tribe, go find your community, and go find the right people that are doing the things that you want to do, and you know, network and speaking to like creating authentic content, network authentically. Just don't mm-hmm. promote, you know, 
you know, like the cannabis industry is a perfect space for community because it, you know, because we're a little bit segmented based on some of these these challenges that we face within the industry. Mm-hmm. So like this circumstance offers us a common goal to rally around and like we can bring pe- people together, right? And this, yeah, this commonality brings people together and we're we we as humans are known to be more willing to collaborate, more we're more effective in numbers and we're more innovative in our thoughts when we do this together. So, you know, Oh yeah, community, man. That's how we yep. do. That's how we've always done it. That's why we came out of the woods, so to speak. We gathered a community. You know, we all work together to survive and to thrive. Yeah, and I think like you know, gotta let your like guard down a little bit, and you gotta share, and you you know, you can't be worried about someone mm-hmm. like, taking something that you think is yours, right? There we go again, sharing, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it's community. I that that would be my one thing. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Well, hey, hey, thanks for joining us today. I, re- I really appreciate it. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you, uh, Olivia, how do, how do they get in touch with you? They can reach me through the website or they can email me directly. I'm happy. I'm happy to accept. Someone needs to reach out. Olivia, O-L-I-V-I-A, at CannabisStack.com. That's C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S-S-T-A-C-K.com. Oh, thanks for joining us. I look forward to the conference on November 13th, 14th. Thank you once again for joining us, Real Dirt listeners. I know you have other things you can do with your time, but you chose it today to spend with me and Olivia. Thank you once again. And hey, just want to encourage all of you guys to visit Cultivate Colorado, Cultivate Garden Supply, check out Growers Potting Soil. If you have any questions about cannabis, just uh, talk to us on Instagram, on Facebook. Once again, man, thanks again for joining us. I love all of you and fire one up for me. It's the real dirt.